Today's show is sponsored by our friends at Orca Coolers. And if you want a cooler, a tumbler, they have all sorts of cool stuff. They have barrel tumblers. They're 12 ounces. They look like a whiskey barrel. They have bigger tumblers. They have hydras that you can go take working out. And of course, they have those roto-molded coolers. But you didn't hear this from me starting Sunday, November 14th. It's going to start their holiday deals. So what I want you to do is starting the 14th, look out for all the deals they have. But you can also use code dad season that's d-a-d-s-e-a-s-o-n and you will get 20 percent off your order at orcacoors.com we also want to thank our sponsors at distilleryproducts.com if you want the best laser etched glassware at the best prices they also have some cool other swag on that website that you can use if you are a store a distillery or a bourbon group reach out to me i'd love to get you in touch with my friends at distilleryproducts.com Last but certainly not least, I want to let you know that today's show is also sponsored by Action247.com, Tennessee's only sports book by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. And if you want to get in on the action, there's so much going on this week. Yes, the World Series is over. Congrats again to the Braves. But hockey's going on. The Champions League is going on. NBA is going on. We have football, NFL football, SEC football. Action 24-7 has all sorts of boosts, especially on Friday. There's boosts you can use today. You can also parlay that boost with code DADS100, which means Action 24-7, when you use that code, they will match up to $400 of your first deposit. That's pretty damn cool. Check them out, action247.com. Use code DADS100. So, Zeke, I feel like we haven't caught up in a while. We've done shorter shows. We've been really trying to piece things together. You've been on vacation. While this is coming out, I will be on my way to East Tennessee for Grains and Grits. You will be staying home, and that's pretty normal. We haven't caught up, and I have to tell you, while we haven't been catching up, my dogs ate my AirPod Pros, and then today, my wallet was in my coat pocket and your favorite dog the shifty one waffle got his nose and mouth up in my coat pulled my wallet out and ate my debit card (laughs) it can't be that expensive to buy him like a leather rawhide chew toy thing what other attraction would they have to your wallet to dig it out of a jacket pocket there are chew toys all around the house too that's the worst part about it don't know what to tell you bud other than um I'm moving to first place on my fantasy team in the league this week, but um, I've also uh, lost Derrick Henry, so I'm not sure how the rest of the season's going to bode for Oziki. Are you comparing losing Derrick Henry to losing my debit card? No, I'm just saying it sucks because uh, I'm in number one, but literally it's going to be a lot harder to win without Derrick Henry. Well, hold that thought. Everyone, my name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. And Zeke, if we're going to talk football, I feel like we should mention our friends at Action247.com. There's already been an ad, but just reiterate: use code Dads100 on your first deposit. They will match up to 400 bucks. But you're talking about Derrick Henry. You know the Titans are in talks for Adrian Peterson, right? I mean, I saw that, but you, you know, there's a waiver line in fantasy, and I'm not the top priority on waivers so (sighs) 
I mean, 36 years old, though, I wonder if he could do it. I know you don't watch the Titans and think, like, that's my team. Are you a Falcons fan, like, at heart? What do you – I don't feel like you have any loyalty to anyone or anything except for Georgia. Yeah, it comes football. It's all college. Go dogs. alma mater. Pros, I mean, the Falcons were shit growing up. I mean, you couldn't watch them if you wanted to because it was blacked out because no one went to the games when I was a kid. Isn't that the biggest BS ever? It's like you can't get it on local television if the game's not a sellout. Who came up with that provision? I mean, at the same time, I almost wonder if that's a thing. Like, I, I haven't run into that in so long, but I'm, I definitely remember as a kid just being like, well, guess nobody wanted to go, so now nobody can see the game. Oh, well. Well, no, I mean, that was a big thing for a while. I it still is, I think if it's not a complete sellout or if there's a certain threshold it hasn't met. I feel like though in this day and age, even if that is still a thing that the local people would just throw a shit fit. Well, yeah. And even then, I mean, seems like you're, uh, you know, almost adding insult to injury considering you're already going to admit like, yeah, nobody wanted to come to the game. And now we're not going to get the ad and TV money from running the game on the TV. So we're really just not going to make any money on you know, today's event as a revenue franchise. Well, that doesn't really seem to be too smart. Yeah. Nothing's coming their way. That's when checks stop getting uh, filled and people get a check and it's like, no, 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 no. Cash that Friday. Don't cash that today. (laughs) Anyway, Zeke, you've been well. I'm happy you've been well. Any story you want to catch anybody up with or you want to just get right to it? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. It's been a busy few days. You know what? Maybe it'll be next episode. Today's episode, we are drinking Elijah Craig C921. It was released in September. We're just getting around to it. It's 12 years old, 78% corn, 12% malted barley, 10% rye. It is 120.2 proof. So it's still on that low scale of barrel proof. Elijah Craig. I mean, 120 is pretty low considering where we've seen some of them in the past. It's a little bit different, right? Yeah. But you get a kind of wonder now that it's becoming more commonplace and repetitious in both, you know, Stag Jr. line, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof line. You just don't see them consistently where they used to be or at least not in the past couple of years, I feel like. No, I agree with you. I think it depends on, you know, what part of the the warehouse they're getting it from. There's a whole bunch of factors and all this stuff is kind of cyclical. I think you will see Elijah Craig barrel proofs jump up in proof a little bit more, but the B521 was 118.2. It was the lowest ECBP to date. This one's 120.2. So I really enjoyed the A. We know that. You know that. Zeke enjoyed the A more. Did you? I remember liking the B and it, you know, some of the ways it was different than previous batches to where, you know, if you got past the proof not being there, you know, just chasing that number on a sticker. uh, I thought profile while it was a pretty good uh, offering, though. What did you think about this whiskey, Zeke Baker? Nose-wise, I didn't get a, a ton of different directions or senses, and I even just wrote down vibrant oak. I don't know. It was just kind of the, when I think about straight bourbon whiskey and nosing something, I mean, yeah, to a degree, the usual suspects are there. But what really stood out, it just seemed a, a, a very vibrant, young oak-type product. Palette-wise, I thought there was warm and some youth. The tannins seemed to show up more 
on the middle. And for some reason, I really pick them up on the sides of my tongue. And I, I thought it was just something weird the first time I tasted it. But literally, the, the sides of my tongue on the mid and back of this really uh, kick up a good bit. After the tannins in the middle, the rye kicked in pretty well for me. as a pretty strong hug at the finish, I thought. And that's not normally something I uh, pick up or jump on too much. I would say overall, it feels a little younger and a little rougher around the edges. It definitely doesn't seem um, polished. It wasn't like young oak. I got a crap ton of oak and tobacco. Maybe not younger necessarily is being the best word, but it, it, it definitely didn't have that kind of mellowness you get with something that has a lot of age on it. And something just popped in my head would be kind of like some of the um, Booker's releases. I mean, sometimes those are a really good balance and you get that sweet bean flavor with the high octane, high proof, everything else. And then sometimes you say, can I get a little water? It's kind of like untamed. It's not necessarily young to me because i i don't get a young whiskey on this at all it's like a an untamed horse it's a wild horse and it's not completely broken and it's not completely wild it's somewhere in between there's like a children's show called spirit it's a wild horse and it comes and hangs out with this girl that's kind of how i feel about this one i think I love the mouthfeel. It's got a big, thick mouthfeel. I'm jumping around because you've kind of hit the nail on the head on a lot of this stuff. I just kind of disagree with the interpretation. Nose and taste both have a huge oak and tobacco presence to me with a little bit of spice on the on the mouth. But what I would say there is that it's not a drying oak and it's not like that young, fresh oak like it it is a mature oak to me i just don't get dry mouth from it i think whenever i get that i'm really impressed and i enjoy that i think the spice is just the right amount of spice like for an ecbp this is a kind of crushable pour which is not what i typically expect from them i it went down easy for me and you know our palates are opposite so i i wish when we were doing these shows you could see the look zeke gives me when i say some things sometimes because he's just like i do not agree with you at all with that i mean i wouldn't call this a crusher by any means i mean i would say alternatively if you didn't know the proof and you had this blind you wouldn't guess it's as low as it is this thing really turns up for me in the mid and the back i mean it, it, it it's a pump the brakes are no the spice is there towards the back but it's the back of the roof of my mouth it gets a little pop roxy but I would still say that the oak and the tobacco and the mouthfeel, and yeah, it's a little bit of spice in there, but for 120 proofer, there's no Kentucky hug whatsoever. Like, yeah, there's some spice that's jumping up in there, but the spice that's jumping up in the back of your mouth and the proof are going to be two different things in this situation. There is no burn whatsoever from this pour. I get a pretty good singe in the back, but that's just me but like do you feel it in your chest once it goes down your throat do you feel it anywhere it's definitely lingering you know you just go around the turn right you know where the to me where the hug kind of starts and and is the most noticeable you know right there is it uh you know goes down the back of the tongue so Uh, like that's not your chest because the hug is in your chest you're talking about like yeah, I don't ever get that. Like, I, I couldn't tell you anything that did that for me unless it was something I wouldn't want to drink. This leads that, like, tickle and warmth in the back of my throat where almost like heartburn kicks up to begin with. So you're I saying kinda, this is the Kentucky choke? I mean, I don't know. I've never gotten a hug in my chest kind of thing. I, I don't understand that. But Your hugs happen in your neck? In, in my throat. There, there's definitely some... Uh, 
some warmth kicking up again, almost like a, you know, mild heartburn or reflux or whatever when it first pops up on you. This would be that thing, you know, like when you're laying, when you go to lay down in bed at night and you realize like, oh shit, I'm going to have heartburn in about an hour because you get that weird, like light burning sensation in the back of your throat. Do you try to go to bed at that point and just sleep it off? Or do you get up and go for some Tums? Um, I don't do Tums. I'll, I'll, I'll try and find some medicine or drink some milk or eat a piece of bread. Those are what you suggest? Surprisingly, bread does pretty good. I've never tried the whole bread thing. Just a slice or two of regular white bread with some milk, dude. All right, dude. I mean, worst case, you can give it to the dogs to eat since they eat everything else around there. We don't give them people food, but okay. Maybe you should give them people food, then they wouldn't eat people's items. (laughs) I only wish they wouldn't eat my stuff. Maybe that's where your psychology is going wrong here with them. If you gave them the normal stuff like that, they wouldn't be so, uh, you know, overzealous to go after, you know, things that aren't even food items. Fair. But I enjoyed this. I mean, especially, I think it goes without saying, and I know we do this trying to give you kind of an interpretation of what we get from it and give you an idea as to what to expect. If you see Elijah Craig Barrel Proof on a shelf when you walk into a store, Zeke, regardless of whether or not you love it, at 70 bucks, say the retailer's putting it out at MSRP, are you leaving that thing there or are you walking out? No, I mean, it's always a good buy. I mean, but if you're going to be subjective on giving an opinion, then obviously we... We've got to think or say something. That's where I would almost say this kind of rank or file this under would be a person sees or hears ECBP. Yes. Then they see or hear 120.2. Man, well, it's probably not going to be the best, you know, yada, yada. But if they don't know the proof, I think it, you know, falls in line pretty well with, with most other releases. I just think that's where it's going to have that kind of weird back and forth of, in a blind, how would you rank this versus seeing and knowing what it is? Because you're just going to tell yourself, oh, you know, how everybody has it on proof these days. Oh, 120.2, that's ah, probably not going to be the best, kind of low. Because they did the same thing with the B. I thought it was a mighty fine release. There wasn't anything wrong with it. I mean, you really did like that a little bit more than uh, where I was at with the B. Yeah. I'm probably ACB this year. I think I'll probably go uh, BAC, just guessing. I mean, this isn't this isn't bad at all. No, that's just again, funny that you would go BAC. It's kind of like, not to compare it to the, you know, the kids down the street, because the flavors are different, but this really reminds me of Booker's in a lot of ways. It's just kind of got that little bit of boldness, roughness, uh, you know, punchy a little bit, going, all right there, bud. So kind of like you. Didn't know you were going to button hook me. <laughs> We thank Elijah Craig and Heaven Hill for sending this our way. I mean, I th- I think that at the end of the day, if you like oak, if you like an oaky or Heaven Hill, which has come up a lot recently, I think, with, with a lot of pours that have been coming out of there. If you like an oaky or Heaven Hill, this is the season of oak. But it's not oak that is a dry oak. It's just got oak. It's got more oak than some of the other stuff. Oak and tobacco, I feel like this one pairs super with a cigar if that's your jam go find c921 and if you like elijah craig barrel proof i I don't think there's anybody that's gonna taste this and you know not at least feel like they got their money's worth for 70 bucks oh yeah no i I would definitely uh agree with you on that one well go ahead y'all find us on facebook at dad's drinking bourbon twitter at bourbon dads instagram at dad's drinking bourbon please leave us an open honest review just like we leave open honest reviews about the whiskey we drink zeke where else can the folks find us uh somewhere in good old tennessee yeah i'll be in east tennessee this weekend come find me at grains and grits cheers ciao